Welcome to the Pursuit of Progress podcast, where each episode is dedicated to helping you navigate the path to success as a personal trainer in today's competitive industry. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to the Pursuit of Progress podcast, a show for personal trainers by personal trainers. In today's mini episode or training lesson, I want to call Stay in Your Lane. Stay in your lane. And this is one that, funny enough, was actually inspired by a conversation that I had with one of my clients this week and just showcases the fact that when you get really good at personal training over time, right? You develop your expertise. You build these super robust, really rich relationships with the people you're working with. The good thing is, is they trust you, right? They, they learn to trust you. And I find especially as I've trained people from all walks of life in all different phases of their life, I find that a lot of people that have been very successful in their lives and are at you know this later stage of life have learned to surround themselves with the right people. And you as a trainer, you as a coach, a personal trainer for them are one of those people. So when they find someone that they really like, there is a very high level of trust, right? They're trusting you with their body. They're trusting you with their their health, their longevity, their nutrition. And the funny thing is, is I think somewhere along the line, people make these very strong associations and they start trusting you with other areas of their life too, right? Like maybe areas of their life that they shouldn't, <laughs> they shouldn't inherently trust you with. But they do because there's something about you as a person that they not just like being around, but they respect, right? These are all things. These are these are benefits that I love. I love probably my favorite part about training, the relationships and the connection you build with people. But today's episode, stay in your lane because I, I realize how easy it is, how easy it could be to take advantage of that, right? And to step into other areas where honestly... You're not really trained to do these things. Um, you're not an expert in these areas. You know, maybe you play in some different areas. But uh, let me give you the example. I'm going to give you the exact scenario because it's still pretty funny. Um, you know, it makes me chuckle a little bit. So this individual, one of my clients I've been training for, and I haven't taken on a lot of new clients. These days, my focus with the academy or you know, on, on things like the podcast. But, uh, you know, I took on a client last year and probably one of my favorite clients I've taken on in a long time. Um, very interesting guy, uh, you know, in his uh, late 60s, very successful in, in you know, his professional life and continues to work. Um, you know, so fortunately for him, things like money are not a problem. I mean, has houses in like five different states. But very, very humble, super kind guy, hardworking in the gym, works hard at, you know, just awesome to be around. So either way, really enjoy this guy. But he comes in the other day and we're warming up and uh, and he asked me, you know, he's just striking up conversation. Uh, hey, have you seen what's going on with the market? And uh, And for me, you know, I mean, I would say I'm relatively aware. I'm not an investor, right? I have someone else invest my money. Um, on a regular basis, but you know what? I'm pretty well aware of what's happening, and uh, and so I said, yeah, yeah, I haven't been paying super close attention, but I know I saw that you know the market's back up a little bit, and he's like, yeah, and so he starts talking about it, and he's uh, he's like, Joe, you know, I never really honestly put a lot of my money into the stock market, you know, obviously I, I you know built my businesses and and made money more that way. Um, he's like, you know, so I really I really never got into it. Um, 
but you know, like the way things are going right now, like, uh, you know, what do you think? You know, what do you think? And, uh, and I looked at him, I was like, what do you mean what I think? He's like, what do you think? You know, he's like, you seem like you're pretty up and up on, on, you know, what's going on in the world and in the financial world. Um, you know, do you think it's something I should like, you know, look to like maybe put some money into. And, uh, and I just kind of chuckled to myself and I looked at him (laughs) and I was like, Morris, I said, I'm not the one you want to be taking financial advice from. I think you're, I think you're doing okay, right? It seems like you've made some good decisions in life and business. And, uh, hey, I wildly uh, appreciate and respect even the fact that you think about me and you respect my opinion on things in life. But, uh, you know what? It's not really my area of expertise. Um, you know, and we just kind of laughed it off a little bit. But uh, it was just funny because it made me think about it. I'm like, here's this guy who's like, like wildly successful by all measures economically, um, you know, how anyone would compare it. And he's talking to me as personal trainer, asking for my insight on like, do I think it's a good time to get into the stock market? (laughs) And it made me laugh. It's like, it's like if you sit down, right, you sit down, you have a hairdresser you really like, and all of a sudden they're talking about Bitcoin. And next thing you know, you're buying Bitcoin. And it's just, it sounds silly as we say it out loud, But so many of us do it in other areas of our life where it's like, hey, you build a relationship, you build trust with somebody, and then this inherent trust bleeds over probably into other things that it shouldn't, right? And it shouldn't. And with personal training, it is so easy for that to happen. And that that was a funny instance and less common, someone asking for, let's say, like my financial advice, which I'm, you know, not qualified to give, nor would I want to, um, but you see it in the gym every day with coaches and trainers giving insight and, you know, advice to clients on their relationships, on other things, you know, psychologically things that are happening with them. And it's very tough, right? As a personal trainer, you want to support your clients. You want to be there for them, right? You want to be a resource for them. And I think that is the differentiation that we need to really keep in mind as you try to be best-in-class, world-class personal trainer is that you can be a resource in a lot of areas, but we're not an expert and a guru in those areas as well. And honestly, maybe this idea of staying in your lane and knowing what you're really good at and knowing what people are coming to you for um, is also kind of the differentiation between being a coach, being a personal trainer, a fitness coach, and trying to be someone's life guru, right? Um, Obviously, people are going to tell you things, right? They're going to tell you things that are going on. And I think a lot of it has to do with how you approach it, how you respond to things, how you, uh, you know, bring things back up, all that stuff, right? Because, you know, none of us are qualified psychologists, right? You know, like I, as much as I can give my insight, honestly, the best thing, best thing I can probably do is just listen. Because beyond that, let's be honest, nowhere along the way have any of us been trained for these other things, but a lot of coaches and trainers do it, right? Now, here's the real kicker, guys. The reason I think this is so important is because I think as you look long-term to grow your career as a personal trainer, right? And I say that, you want to think long-term about like, where am I trying to go with this? What's my what's my end goal? How much do I want to be charging, not just right now, but like, let's say 10 years from now, as you look at how personal training fits in for you, I think a lot of these things matter, right? Because I think... For those, and again, I have my anecdotal experience, my experience from the way that I've approached it with clients over time is that, 
you know, because I try not to play too much in these other areas, I, I really make sure that, you know, I'm, tr- I'm not trying to be someone's psychologist. I'm also not trying to be someone's nutritionist, right? Even nutrition, which is so related. I'm a resource for them, a great resource, but I'm not going to operate outside of where I need to be. I'm not going to try to be someone's physical therapist, right? I'm going to work with PTs. Um, you know, I, I, there's just so many little other things. I'm not going to be tr- try to be someone's massage therapist, right? Like I'm not going to, even though I know a ton about the body, I'm not going to go hands on and massage someone because I think it's going to help them, right? And I think it's going to somehow give me this edge over other people. In the end, honestly, I think it ends up muddying the waters for a lot of people, especially when we talk about staying in your lane when it comes to uh, people's relationships and, you know, this kind of like interesting line between uh, client and friend. And obviously you can be both, but I just keep all these things in mind because when it comes time down the road for you to do things like price increases, you know, a lot of times it's uh, your clients looking at like, how do they, how do they perceive you? How do they see you, your professionalism? And I think all these things can, can cross over and just lead into other things, right? You know, or the, the, on the split side, right? You, you try to get too deep into someone's life, you know, you're no longer just their coach, but now you're their life coach and you're trying to advise them on all these areas of life. And then all of a sudden you're out and you're having beers and drinking with them. There's just so many lines that can be crossed over time. Um, now the cool part is you get to decide, right? You get to decide where you want to live as a coach and as a personal trainer. But for me, I think that's a question I'm constantly asking myself is like, where is the line? Like, how do I want to serve the people that I have in my training life, you know, as their coach, as their trainer, how do I perceive that? What is my role? Um, so I think that there's not necessarily a black and white answer, but I think it's a good question to be constantly asking yourself, Um, And make sure, because you will find those instances, right? If you're really good at what you do, people will think that you know more than you do. Um, And that's easy to take advantage of. Very easy to take advantage of. You know, people ask, even for me, I know I have a a very comfort, a very high level comfort with anatomy, physiology, injuries, recovery, all this stuff because of teaching, working with physical therapists, like really networking with great people. And, you know, again, some clients will come in and, and they just assume, they assume that Joe knows everything. They assume that I'm like PT level. I'm a doctor, right? Dr. Drake. And Joe, I got this thing going on my shoulder. What is it? And I'm telling you, they would take whatever I say as gospel. And there's a lot of power in that. And there are a lot of people out there who take advantage of it, right? People on the internet, trainers in person, um, because it, you know, it's very ego fulfilling, right? It feels good to feel like you're the man or the woman and that like you can solve all these problems, even if you can't, right? So I just put it out there easy. As you guys get really good and you build great relationships, very easy to get out of your lane and take advantage because that's the way I look at it. I think it is taking advantage of your clients. I think it's taking advantage of the situation, of the way people see you as a coach, Um, but I think it's important that we need to make sure that we stay in our lane. We keep that defined, obviously be a resource for people in other areas, but you know what? Don't play in areas that you're not trained to. Um, because you know, I think unfortunately more damage than good can be had, right? Just think for a second. Think if my, my guy Morris started taking my financial advice, (laughs) you know, from someone who's never achieved the level of success or financial stability or anything that that someone has. So um, just things for you guys to keep in mind, right? I I like as I'm going through and continuing to build this podcast, I want to share thoughts and lessons that I'm having in real time each week because I'm still training clients, right? You know, training clients, you know, four, five, six hours a day. 
Um, and, uh, you know, I'm fortunate to work with amazing people, but there's just a lot of little lessons to, to learn along the way. And I think things to be thinking about, and I think this is a really important one. So my reminder for you guys is as you're building your training business, try to focus on becoming an expert in, in the areas that you serve people, but make sure that we stay in our lane and build relationships with other people who are experts in those other areas so that you can just connect your clients with the best people. Because I think that will go further than anything with building your trust and your long-term relationships with the clients who are going to continue to support your business. So if you guys find some value in the podcast, please, whatever you're listening on, uh, do me a solid. It doesn't take you more than a second or two. Leave me a review or if anything, leave me a comment. Send me a message on Instagram at Coach Joe Drake in regards to the topics that you'd like to learn most about and hear more about. We've got some great episodes, some great interviews coming up on the podcast with some local trainers and trainers from abroad. So I appreciate you guys being on here. And uh, and I'm excited for the training success that's going to keep coming your way as we venture into 2024.